Hey, how you doing? Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I want to give you my book, Go For Free, gregorybnapp.com slash go free. This is Find Your Purpose, Live Your Passion. And today I'm bringing in Matt Bertram. Matt is the co-host of Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. It's the most popular SEO podcast on iTunes right now. He's also the author of Build Your Brand Mania, How to Transform Yourself into an Authoritative Brand to Attract Your Ideal Customers. If you've got your small business going and you're like, Greg, man, I, I, I did what you said. I found my purpose. I'm working on this thing. I just don't know how to let anybody know I exist. Well, we're going to help you today with building your brand, starting your marketing, figuring out how to do all this stuff. You know how you sometimes feel stuck? Like you're drifting through life, going through the motions? You know you were created for something more, that an average life just isn't enough for you. Then you're in the right place. Find your purpose. Live your passion. Let's go. Matt, how you doing? Good, Greg. I love that intro. That was great. Awesome. <laughs> I really yeah, enjoyed man. it. We're excited to have you aboard. I think you hit something that so many people struggle with when you know, you, you know you're doing something good and people just don't know you exist. So listen, I love people's stories because I think that sticks with us and they have great lessons for us. So I always like to start with your story. What's your why? Why do you do this? How did you get started in what you do? Well, I worked in corporate America for, for a long time. And then in the 2009, kind of 2008 recession, uh, they let me go for like no, no, no real reason on me. It was just kind of outside factors. Oh, and, that happened a lot. Right? Yeah. And so like I had to really go through kind of a, a personal journey to figure out what I wanted to do. And, and for me, I wanted to be able to, uh, with a phone and a computer, work anywhere in the world and be able to do anything and then create my own product. Like, cause I didn't want to be selling uh, or working for somebody else or selling somebody else's product and not being able to control my own destiny. So that was kind of where my personal journey started. And what led me to internet marketing was just all the um, automation and technology that helped. Uh, create more, I guess, quote unquote, leverage in what you're doing. Like you can reach more people, you can do more. Um, always kind of been into technology. My mom was one of the first employees of Microsoft. So I kind of saw the rise of uh, everything that was going on and uh, always gravitated to it. And so, you know, I just kind of inch closer and closer and closer to it. And at a specific time, just decided to immerse, immerse myself in it you know, found, found some really great people in online communities, uh, really uh, through self-education, learned a lot of this stuff. And then uh, the guys I teamed up with, the, the, the mission that everybody had was just to help people that were in similar situations um, grow their business. And, and we've grown quite a large organization now. We're working with some publicly traded companies, uh, but really our, our core customer is the small business owner that's trying to get themselves recognized locally. I love the fact that you had the recession hit you and a lot of us did, uh, me included. And, and so the options are get really bummed out about it, take a job you don't like, uh, maybe take less money, uh, maybe just get, you know, angry, resentful victim, or you can say, man, all right, I don't want to ever let this happen to me again. And this is really what I want to do. So uh, whether I was going to choose it or whether I'm forced to do it, now's the time, right? And and so you went for that freedom. You went for creating your own destiny. And then you said, here's what I'm 
either interested in or good at or a combination of those two things. There's a market for it. Um, I'm going to get myself so good at it that other people are going to come to me and I can grow this thing. And it's what you've been doing now for how many years you've been doing this since 2009 been working on it. Yeah. Off and on, off and on. Yeah. I mean, we really, um, uh, stepped into the agency environment about four mm-hmm. years ago, uh, really hard. I had to start up before that, you know, so, <laughs> so I would say that, um, resilience is, is really, uh, one of the key factors, right? Once you find what your purpose is, like you got to go after it, but it's like a career change, right? The internet and all these small business owners that are trying to, trying to go, okay, well, I got to do social media and then I know I got to be online and then I got to run my business. You got to, you got to work multiple jobs and uh, it's really challenging. I can tell you that, you know, during kind of some, some of that transition, my family was like, Hey, you know, you need to go get a job. And I was like, no, like, I think that this is really what I want to do. And then they're like, well, what did you do today? And I was like, well, I watched YouTube videos all day and I learned some really cool stuff. And, you know, so that started to wear thin uh, at a certain point of like, hey, when are you going to start, you know, making money? And I, and I, I was able to, after the recession, build a, a staffing company um, and, and be able to sell that and did quite well. And then I started a startup and then, and then the agency kind of, was born because I had to learn all the internet marketing myself. And then it was kind of to the point where I'm learning all this stuff. Like I really want to share it. And that's why, that's why I wrote the book. It was really me documenting everything that I was learning. Cause I was like, all this stuff is awesome. I don't want to forget it. I feel like other people would benefit from it. Let me document um, my whole kind of journey and process. So pretty early on, as I was seeing the value, that's when I kind of created the book. It was like a a, along the way kind of thing. That's awesome. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I want to give you my book, go for free, gregorybnapp.com slash go free. Yeah. Matt Bertram with me here. And the book that we're talking about is build your brand mania, how to transform yourself into an authoritative brand that will attract your ideal customers. And I love the fact that you are admitting what a lot of times people don't want to admit. It's not a straight line from the second you think you're going to do something until you feel like I've really achieved something. There's, there's all these ups and downs and it takes longer than we think. Sometimes other things might go a little faster, but it almost always takes longer. When I wrote my book, go, uh, how to find and pursue your passion and purpose. It took me like three years, not because it takes three years to write a book, but because I started with this book, "Ah, I don't like it. I started with that book. Oh, I don't like it. This, by the time I finally figured out exactly the book I'd wanted to write, I'd written like half of three other books that I didn't like. And so, you know, it wasn't like, oh yeah, I got this idea and now it's perfect and I can write it in three months. And it just takes a while. And like you said, the resiliency of saying, I'm not giving up. Uh, I have a full-time job. I'm working this on the side and it's going to take me longer. Um, I'm putting everything into this, but it's still going to take me a while. Whatever it is, however you do it, you just have to realize it's not going to be a straight line. But if you don't give up, then you will eventually get something going. I, I think that, you know, not being a straight line is is something w- at, like the paradigm that I was in coming out of college. I thought that that's the way the world worked. Right. Like every year, every year you get like promoted, you make a little more money, you know, new opportunities come available. And it's like this trajectory your whole life. That that was definitely a slap in the face for sure of 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 kind of outside factors affecting that trying something new, 
um, trying to discover your passion, right? Like, and I think that, yes, you know, th- your core message is, is so, so important and it takes a while of trial and error to, to, to find what that is. But man, when you find it, you know, you know, you, you know, that you found, um, what drives you. And that's what that, you know, that's, that's why I get up every morning. Like, it's not like, Oh my gosh, like if you're waking up going Monday, (laughs) you know, um, you're in the wrong job, you know, or if you don't have the freedom that you want, there are other people that have it. There are other people that have the money. And if you can create enough value for enough people, I know you, you know, Zig Ziglar, you talked about, but if you do enough stuff for enough people, you're going to get what you're looking for. You know, I know I probably slaughtered his quote, but, but <laughs> no, you're right on where he says, he says, you can have everything you want in this life. If you just help enough other people get what they want. I, I think that that's, I mean, it's absolutely rings true to me. And that's really what I have seen is the more people that, that I can help and the more people I can encourage and the more people that, you know, are able to, to understand where they're going, then you can help them get there. And there's reciprocation um, th- that absolutely happens. I mean, there's there's things uh, that you kind of put put out into the world that you don't you don't you don't really see or know the impact, but but you know you're doing the right thing. And it's you know uh, my partner Chris, he, we we talk about like the ten thousand mile march, um, mm-hmm. and 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 really you gotta you gotta believe what you're doing because we're not going to get immediate gratification. I mean, Amazon has ruined it for, for everybody because like, it's like, Oh, I ordered it is here like same day or tomorrow or whatever, <laughs> you know? And like, that's just not how the, like, like the rest of life works. It hasn't caught up with Amazon, you know? And so, you know, people quit too early um, because they don't, um, they don't have that drive. They don't have that passion. They don't know what their purpose is. And so they don't know why they're doing something. They're just doing it to get some kind of result. And, and, you know, there's, there's some lag time, (laughs) you know? Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I think that's great stuff, Matt, especially, you know, if you're doing what you love to do, or at least enjoy, at least enjoy it. Then even, even in the struggles where it's not giving you everything you want, you're still enjoying it. So the, the journey's fun. I, the people that say, you know, it's just about the goal you're not going to be super happy. And then when you get that goal, you're going to say, is that all there is? And so, yeah, I'm, I'm big time with you. I also liked what you said. When you see other people with freedom and earning money and you want that, and now you're telling people how to get it. I think the other big thing is to realize there is no finite amount of that. Everybody can actually do a job they love if they figure out what it is and go for it. And everybody can earn more money if they figure out what they want and go for it, there's, it's not like, well, he's earning more. So I earn less. And I think we got to switch that mindset on people that there's some kind of pie out there. And if I get a slice, you don't, that's not how we keep growing the economy. So you can do what you want to do. And it's not because somebody else got there first. There's, there's nobody that's already gotten there. And so you can't do it. And I think that's a a huge thing. Let's get into your building a brand thing because that's, that's your, that's your Ballywick, man. So if I'm a brand new guy, I just had this new company started. I've, I've, I know I'm doing good stuff. People want this. How do I go about starting building my brand? What do I do? Yeah. So, so also too, um, one of the things that I learned is if, if you're still working on creating a product, 
right? Like, you know, so most people look at this as if you have a product or service, you, you need to get the word out there, right? You need to mm -hmm. let people know that your shingles up there and, and, and really, you know, branding and, and amplification of that. Um, this is a, a Dan Kennedy thing for any of Dan Kennedy fans out there is like, if you, you know, if you broadcast too early that, that you, uh, of what you're doing and you don't have a good product, or, or a good service, people are just going to find out how bad it is quicker. Right. 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 <laughs> you know, so, so, so there's a little bit of that, but, but on the, on the flip side of it, while you're still developing that, it just depends where you are on, on your own, uh, on your own personal timeline, but, but you can also start building a brand today. You can start building content today, even if you don't have that. Right. Um, and, and there's some really good books out there about content marketing, building an audience, building a tribe. Like that's what is, is starting to happen in this quote unquote new economy. But, but if you're, you know, if you're in the trades, if you trade on your name or if you're in the professional services, if you're a lawyer, doctor, plastic surgeon, uh, or you're a plumber, you're an electrician, you're a roofer, what, depending what your industry is, there's a lot of people that trade on their name. Um, you know, quote unquote, Hey, their names in the, the name of their company or their title, or their kind of building who they are is the business, right? Like, right. Like, and that's how a lot of people start is they start as, um, uh, someone that that's a specialist doing something. Uh, and over time they start to, to build people to support them and around them and they, and they start to grow a company, but your name is so important. Even online today, Facebook or LinkedIn in the professional setting or Facebook in a personal setting, all it is is a platform that people are communicating the way they've always communicated. And, and personal networking or personal references, that's what Facebook is. You know, that's how people interact. And so what you have to recognize about online is that the platform's different, but people are the same. And people are going to do the same stuff. And if you understand what the platforms are for, you can understand what's going on. But, but the core message I think that, that I try to lay out in my book is people need to know who you are and people do business with people. And if people don't know who you are, um, like they need to know, like, and trust you. Okay. And, and if people don't know that they're not going to do business with you. So what your main goal is, is increasing your network and visibility where people know who you are. Um, and, and technology is a great way to, to leverage that. Yeah, I think that makes absolute sense. Um, I know just look at what you buy and think, would I rather buy from somebody I really know, like, and trust, or would I rather buy from some anonymous person on the internet and I'm not sure what I'm going to get? And, and, you know, maybe it's a little bit cheaper, but is it worth it? Where there's no doubt about that. People say, well, yeah, Greg, that makes sense to me, but that's my whole point. How do I grow that network? How do I, I don't have a lot of money in my marketing budget. How do I, how do I know? Do I do Twitter? Do I do YouTube? Do I do Facebook? Do I do them all? I mean, I'm running a business. I can't do it all. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah. No, no, no. So, so, so there's going to be platforms that you gravitate to naturally. Okay. So that, that, that would probably be the first step is figure out, Hey, are you already on Facebook? Are you on LinkedIn? Are you, you know, so I, I don't use Twitter. Okay. Like I, 
I I have been banned from Twitter a couple of times. Uh, uh. Um, uh, so so uh, Twitter Twitter for me was a broadcasting tool, and I was using you know all kinds of different automation and 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 kind of learning the algorithm. So I, I I try to learn the different algorithms of like how they work, and then understand you know how how I can utilize them to achieve my goal. And I don't want to do that with clients, um, you know, websites or or social. So I do it I do it with my own. Um, but, but Twitter might not be your platform. Facebook might be your platform. That's okay. The second thing you got to realize though is, okay, are you comfortable with it? And here's the thing. All these platforms are, are basically free unless you're, you're going to pay money to do advertising, even like blogger. Like if you want to just write content, if that's where you're more comfortable, wordpress.com, everything is in, in today's world for the most part, I mean, they're starting to put up paid walls, but everything's mostly free. So, uh, I mean, if you even think about Facebook and, and all these other platforms, they were pretty brilliant because they're quote unquote media producers, but they don't want to be labeled on that and have the same requirements. And, and I mean, they're starting to move into it. You see, you know, Netflix and movies and, and Facebook's putting out movies and all this sort of stuff, but they've gotten everybody else to generate the content for them. So you got to think of yourself as a content producer and that you're going to put out information and there's got to be something out there. If you're starting to start a business that you know more than other people that you can maybe uh, add value or show people. So people want to kind of see value first and then they, they reciprocate. So I think the two things to consider when you're looking at social media platforms to kind of boil it down is what, what's a platform that you'll actually use and that you're comfortable with and you understand because you don't, need to pay anybody to do it when you're starting out like you got to be the one to do it the second thing is are your target customers on that platform and are you communicating in a way that uh they'll respond so almost everybody's on facebook anybody that says they're not on facebook you know they're probably just not as often you know what i mean um but i know very few people that you know oh i'm deleting the facebook app and then like a couple months later they're back on facebook you know what I mean? Mm, so, mm -hmm. so I mean that, that like Facebook and how it's affecting like um, uh, people uh, socially and, and, and all that. I'm actually working on a documentary on, on some of this stuff that I'm seeing. Um, but, but what I'll tell you is uh, regardless of any of that stuff, uh, Facebook has done a very good job of like hooking you back in. Even if you delete the app, they'll start sending you text message alerts of people that they know you've liked or responded to, to try to hook you back in. Like they're, they're very, very good at, at what they're doing. But bottom line is almost everybody's on Facebook. Now, why are they on Facebook? They're not maybe on Facebook to buy HVAC or plumbing or, or roofing services. They're, they're wanting to be distracted. Um, they're usually like the, the usage time is like, on Thursday and Friday, uh, around lunchtime, people start using social media platforms a lot more. They're wanting to be distracted from work. They're wanting to uh, see something that's going to entertain them. And so, you know, if you're straight trying to sell somebody something, and, and think about this, like, think about the person that goes to the uh, business networking event or a social event, and they're going around um, going, hey, here's my business card, like, give me a call. You know what I mean? Like, you don't, want to be that person where right? at least I hope you don't right and, and 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 you identify those people and you're probably not going to use them unless you're in a real pinch you know um and you don't have anybody else so you got to understand like kind of social dynamics and how you're interacting with people and and the thing is if you're 
you know, indirectly putting out value and people are finding it helpful, they're probably going to come back to you for more value or more help. And yeah. And, and so, so that's kind of um, the world we live in is like kind of, Hey, I'm really skeptical online. Show me, you know, let me learn to trust you. Let me make sure I like you. And, and then, and then maybe I'll go, go with what, what's going on. And also one of the things that you mentioned too, if we're talking about specific products, not necessarily services reviews, like how important are reviews? Like, I mean, that's the shortcut. Like if, if you're not, if you don't have time to do all the research or like group think, like if there's a bunch of five star reviews, let me read the best reviews, worst reviews real quick. And I'm just going to buy it and, you know, like on to the next thing. Cause I'm overloaded. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. So we're talking to Matt Bertram here about how to market your business really, and how to build your brand. And I just wanted to recap some of the things you said there, because I love when you said what platform to use. It's just like exercise. The best exercise for you is the one you'll actually do. Yeah. Right. So, so the best platform for you is the one you'll actually use. So if you like one and you use it, um, and your target customers are on this and pretty much they probably are, if you're using it, how do you communicate with them to get them to see that you have value, to get them to trust you, to get them to know and like you, you know, you don't get married on the first date, right? You don't say, hi, nice to meet you. Will you marry me? Is what you were saying with giving out the business cards, right? It's, it's, you can't say, hi, nice to meet you, buy my stuff. So you've got to show them what you do, get them excited about what you do. And then they're like, Hey, this is somebody I might want to work with. That makes perfect sense. So let's say that I started doing that because I know business people have come to meet Greg. I know I've got good stuff. I'm giving away free content online, but I don't even know if anybody's seeing my free content. And I, I've tried this digital marketing thing and it doesn't work. What do you tell them? You know, I actually hear that, uh, almost every time <laughs> like I talk <laughs> to know? a new client. Um, uh, I mean, really they've, they've either, uh, tried it themselves or they've tried it, uh, with, with, with a, a contractor or another agency or whatever. And, you know, they're looking like when you think about internet marketing, you're looking at a very small sliver and you're also looking at someone's perception of their experience in the world. Right. And so like, if you have the wrong strategy on the right platform, it might not work. You know what I mean? Like it's not mm-hmm. necessarily the platform or if you have, you know, if you have the right product, but the wrong strategy, um, it, it, it couldn't work either. You know, there, there, there's definitely times where there's outliers, but there, there's things fundamentally and there's best practices that, that people are not doing. And, and I'll give you an example of one of them just real quick as some like real tangible value that people can take away from this. There's awesome. something out there called remarketing or retargeting. You, have you heard of that term, Greg? No, I don't think so. Okay. So, you know, so I just brought on a a client that was in a year contract with another company that was doing AdWords. Okay. Um, Mm -hmm. Those are the paid ads on AdWords. Um, They were spending five, maybe more thousand dollars a month with this other company. Okay. Mm -hmm. Per month, $5,000 a month on buying clicks on Google. Okay. Like, so, you know, depending on where you are, uh, yeah, that's a with, lot with the business, um, that, you know, just to, to, to give you an idea. Yeah. Like that, that's a decent amount. Like I think they were spending maybe eight to $10,000 a month on internet marketing. Right. And they were in a year contract and they, and they, and they weren't seeing the ROI. Well, you know, 
you got to look at what 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 are you selling is and and what's what's it going to take as far as generating traffic to your website, turning those traffic into leads, turning those leads into sales, and then what's your profit margin on that to to say hey what is does this make sense for me right well with them it did make sense okay um, it did make sense. Uh, the campaign was uh, going after some keywords that weren't maybe the right intent keywords, right? So if someone is um, uh, trying to buy, well, so this was this is a mortgage company. So this this is like a home mortgage company, and if people are typing, you know, home mortgage, that's really top of the funnel. Like, why are they typing home home mortgage? Are they looking for a home mortgage? Are they researching? their existing home mortgage with somebody like there's all kinds of reasons why people are doing that. But, but bottom line is um, what they weren't doing is they were paying for 5,000 plus dollars of traffic to their website per month. And 94% of people, there's some studies out there, 94% of people, when they go to a website for the first time, right? And also if this is an ad, it's, it's, it's kind of interruption marketing. So they're doing something else. Right. Um, you know, and it pulls them to it. So if it's on Facebook, it'll pull them to it. Or, you know, on AdWords, they might be searching for it. But, but the thing is 94% of people come to the website, leave and never come back. Well, what remarketing does, it's a little pixel you can put on LinkedIn or Facebook or Quora or AdWords to go, hey, I'm going to uh, tag this person's IP and I'm going to show them an ad later. Okay. Nobody typically buys uh, the first time they're introduced to a company. Um, if they don't know who you are. And so that's kind of talking about putting out that content ahead of time. There's some data to support that, you know, people will know I can trust you and, and they'll, they'll weight your, your product or service a little bit higher. But, but if you're trying to get cold traffic and you're bringing people to your website and, and, and you think you're going to get them the first time that they come to your website, like the chances are very, very slim. And so there's technology out there that that's pretty easy and it's a lot, it's actually a lot cheaper um, or more affordable to target some uh, individual person than an individual like in search term or intent. Okay. Yeah, I think, I think I've seen this Matt happen to me where, like you said, you look something up and eh, I'm not sure I'm going to buy that. And then the next thing I know, half the websites I'm on, I see on the side banner an advertisement for what I looked at, right? Or in your Facebook feed chasing you around. And I, and I should have got yeah. to that point, point a little bit faster because people have all felt this, like they go to see a product or service and it starts chasing them around. And then you start, right. you start to go, you know, I might, I might consider this, you know, um, if, if, if it shows enough value, you know? Yeah. That's really cool. Um, I wanted to make sure that we also get in everybody where they can find out more about you. Uh, we're talking about your SEO podcast. Well, you just go to bestseopodcast.com for that. The book, Build Your Brand Mania, you go to buildyourbrandmania.com for that. Uh, Matt also has his own business website. I'm going to put the links to all these in the show notes. Uh, so all you have to do is look in the show notes, guys. Click on it. and It'll take you right to it so you can learn more, get more information. I like what you said about the SEO too, Matt, that... There are different types of SEO where you said if you, home mortgage, well, you could get everybody, but maybe you get SEO on a phrase that's way down to exactly what you do. And when somebody types that in, 
then you can be like on that front page of the Google search and now you got something going, right? Yeah, so so those key, the, the user intent or the long tail key phrases typically convert higher, but there's less volume, but they're easier to, to rank for those words. Um, I don't right. know how much t- time we have to kind of lay out uh, basically the philosophy of, of Google, but what I can tell you is that Google is trying to f- answer the question the absolute best to the user for a specific thing. And the thing I see small business owners do wrong most is they try to shove a bunch of different services or a bunch of different content or a bunch of different FAQs all on one page. And if you're, think about it like you go to a restaurant and you're getting a drink and like, do you want to drink Sprite, Pepsi, Coke, whatever, but but what you're doing when you're putting everything on one page is you're kind of doing the suicide is what I call it. It's like where you get a little bit of all of it and it's just, it's really jumbled together. But, but Google's trying to give the person when they're searching for something, the absolute best answer. So you mm. want a page uh, or a blog or, or something to, to, to speak just to that one thing. And the more effectively you can answer that, the higher you're going to rank. And the higher you rank, the more traffic you're going to get. So the higher likelihood you have to, 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 to get visibility on your product or service. That's cool. Let me see if I can do an example with me. So like my blog um, is just my name, gregorybnapp.com. That's the brand I'm trying to build because I'm a, you know, I'm a blogger, I'm an author, I'm a speaker, I'm a coach. Yeah. But I think I've, I need to redo my homepage because my homepage is basically my blog. So it's got all kinds of blog posts on it. Like you said, that's kind of a mixture of all kinds of things. Maybe my homepage needs to be just one blog post about how to find your purpose. And then there's the link to the real blog and to other things on my page so that I can have people who are wondering about their purpose. Hey, Google's going to say, this is the page you need to go to something like that. Uh, you could, you could definitely do it that way. I think that, you know, typically what Google's looking for on the homepage, not to go too technical is, Mm -hmm. uh, they want to know a little bit about your business. Uh, maybe how long you've been in business, who you served, uh, what services you offer. Um, and, and Google's changed a lot. And so what you want to do is your, your homepage is almost like a roadmap to the rest of your site, right? So, um, a lot of people come to the website through those independent blogs or those independent things. And the homepage is kind of like the hub. So what you want with the hub of your website is two clicks to anywhere on your site, you know? And so mm-hmm. what I would do with your homepage is not just blogs, but talk about maybe, maybe kind of think about it like a little bit of a about us page of like who you service mm-hmm. companies you work with, how long you've been in business why you know potentially people would use your services and then have links on those pages maybe one to the blog section uh but one to the service section uh maybe one to hey you know hire me as a a a speaker or a coach or you know come do some 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 uh hr development for you but talk about that because that's the summary page of of your whole site and who you are and and so you know uh now so, so that, that's how, that's how I would look at that. And you could combine the about us page with that temporarily. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the about us page is actually a great opportunity to sell who you are. You might want to put a video on it, maybe put some video testimonials, maybe go in a little bit more depth about 
who you are and the culture of, of, uh, you know, what you're offering or your team or, or what have you. Um, and then the, the homepage is more about kind of the services you offer. So there, there's certain things that Google looks for. Um, and mm -hmm. I, I'm trying to not go too deep, but you absolutely have the concept, right? But like, like a lot of people have FAQs like on, on their right. page and they have them all on one, uh, all on one page. Well, that just dilutes what someone's trying to look for and also what Google's looking for too. And that's okay if it's about your product or service, but if you're talking about general FAQs, like you see on Google where it says people also ask, right? When you mm -hmm. search for something, you want to answer those in it, the, the best format is to do a video, transcribe the video, post it as a new page in a section that's a custom post, um, as like that FAQ and then you'll start to rank when people search for that exact thing. And if, ah. if you're offering exactly what they're looking for, there's a chance um, that not only will you be on the first page, but you'll be kind of in the knowledge graph. Have, have you seen those kind of boxes where Google actually pulls content from a website? And right. I mean, that authority right there um, is so great. Um, that's what we would call like quote unquote position zero. Um, and so there's, there's all these things that you can, can do with SEO. It's, it's kind of difficult if you're an independent business owner to do it. But I think if you just follow the concept of like really, uh, I, I call it hyper-targeted hyper or hyper-local SEO, where one page, one topic, you know, like really, really uh, tie it down because it's an algorithm. It was built by engineers. They like to organize data. You know what I mean? Right. And yep. so the better, better you can, can label, um, that data, there's things that you can do to do that. But, but the content that's focused on one thing, the, the higher value it is when people search for that. And then all those little topics, you kind of cross link together, like where you go, Hey, check out this blog or check out that you kind of interconnect them. And then maybe you point them up to like a broader theme or topic. Does that make sense? And then you have yeah. subtopics. And then in that subtopic, you create subtopics. So you build kind of a content roadmap, if you will, to, to rank yourself as an authority um, uh, in that area. And, and Google starts to recognize that over time. And that, that's, that's really the thing that drives uh, the majority of rankings. I mean, there's voting, there's links, there's all kinds of stuff that, that go into it. But content's really the core driver. And if you get good producing content, whether it be video or writing content or even, you know, infographics or images or whatever you do, um, you know, that, that's, that's going to drive uh, your strategy because people are, that's what they're doing on all these platforms is they're consuming content and you got to become a content generator or content producer. So good stuff. Matt, we appreciate the time, uh, Matt Bertram, and the way you can get closer to learning more from him is start off at the SEO podcast, bestseopodcast.com. Of course, don't forget the book, Build Your Brand Mania. You can go to buildyourbrandmania.com. We've got both of those in the show notes. Matt, um, any other like little gold nugget quick win for somebody to leave with, or is there anything else you'd like to let everybody know? Well, um, the, the last thing I'll leave anybody with is, um, the Google maps. Um, if you're a local business is absolutely important. It's called G and B or Google, my business. Um, you, you really need to get that set up. It's actually a different search engine than Google. 
a lot of people don't know that like videos mm. uh like youtube it, it it's something called universal search where they wrapped it all together but youtube's its own search engine the maps are its own search engine and then there's the, the the core search engine and and really again find out where your target customers are put out content expert content that in that area to show people that they'll know like and trust you um and that will drive uh your what you're trying to achieve or what you're trying to uh do um and, and you'll and you'll you'll start to kind of figure it out if you use those as as buoys so ho hopefully that's that that's helpful to your audience there's definitely a lot more out there you can find everything um you know on on youtube or you know it, like the content's out there you just got to have that desire to to go learn it we try to put it together in a good format on best seo podcast that's a little more technical if you're really just trying to uh, wade into the industry the book's a great place to start um and um you know thank you thank you for having me greg and um if you if you want to do a free consultation uh i got a, a great team internet marketing experts you can call if you have a burning question we're happy to answer it absolutely free We've got 30 minute sessions if you go to uh, ewebresults.com you can uh, click on like a website consultation or just free consultation we're happy to talk to you so that's awesome and i'm going to have that in the show notes as well and you know the book you can get it on kindle for like three dollars at amazon i mean this is not a big investment to get yourself started to say hey you know could i do this so jump in get the build your brand mania book check out the websites, get the free consultation. You can do it. You just got to stick with it. Matt, thanks so much for being with me. Yeah, thank, thanks for having me, Greg. I really enjoyed it. Absolutely. All the best. Find your purpose. Live your passion. Let's go.